This is 10 Minutes at the Bar with Michael Team. You give us 10 minutes, we give you the world of Miami Law. Welcome back to episode 136 of 10 Minutes at the Bar. Our guest this week is the famous lawyer, Alexander Angara. Alex, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We, uh, we chose this place. Uh, you chose it because it's um, really it's your office, yes. right? Best business is done here. <laughs> and we are, where are we? At Starbucks. Yeah, um, Starbucks at 67th and Ludlam, yeah. where, where the best uh, legal briefs get written. That's right. <laughs> Alex, um, thanks for making time. You know, we wanted you to be a guest on our show because I, I can't think of anybody who does more, who practices in more different areas of the law than, than you do. Is there anything you don't do? Um, name it. I'll do it. <laughs> so, Alex, um, you and I met long ago when we were prosecutors at the U.S. Attorney's Office, and uh, you were known as the guy who would uh, try anything. Well... I don't think I'm still that guy anymore, but I'll try most anything. <laughs> How many trials have you had, Alex, do you think? Uh, jury and non-jury. Jury and non-jury, I would say probably um, north of 90. 90? Yeah. That's In that's the amazing. 30-something years. Now, of non-jury, do, do you count... Uh, you count mediations in those. No, I do not. Do you, you I think that's a, that's a sucker's game. You, you count oral arguments uh, <laughs> on a motion for extension of time. Absolutely not. I talk. I I count making an or opening and closing to a judge on a case that's been joined, and uh, the judge makes a final determination and the judgment is issued. Because I count pretty much every time I walk into the courthouse <laughs> as a trial. Is that, is that if that right? were the case? Then if that were the case, then I'd probably have a lot more than. The number I quoted. <laughs> but you have to subtract the number of times you've been kicked out of the courthouse, well, Alex. then I've got zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, um, we always start with a quote uh, or a saying that, that you live by uh, as a lawyer or, or even as a n normal person. Right. I, I learned – well, I was given this quote by someone who was very dear to me when I was a law clerk, and I kept it every day of my life in litigation. And it, it applies more for me in litigation. Um, and that is to trust is good and not to trust is better. You know? Let, let's first – hold on. Let, let's first – let's unpack this. First, who was that person who, who gave you that saying? I clerked for a, a federal magistrate. His name was Peter Palermo. Of course, um, Judge and, Palermo. Yeah, and um, he's since passed away. Um, but uh, it, uh, his clerkship was more a lesson in life than it was in anything else, you know. Um, and How about Judge Palermo, the way he lived on he lived on the corner of um, right close Ludlam to here, and, right Ludlam <laughs> and, and uh, Kendall Drive. It's right, and and he would always put a big sign outside, right on the corner of right. his property. Like for every Jewish holiday, exactly. he would always say. Happy New Year <laughs> to, exactly. the, to the Jews or Merry Christmas. It was great. It, it brought was, him a lot of joy and it also was a testament to his character because he even did it in times when maybe, um, you know, it wasn't a popular thing to do. And he did it no matter what. And people would stop him, uh, all races, creeds and, and, you know, 
co- colors. They'd come up to him and they'd thank him for that sign, and he would give him great joy. Even until the very end, uh, he would still put that sign up. Uh, frankly, he would get his former law clerks, and many of them had gotten less healthy in age, and we would help him put the sign up at the, towards the end. And it was, it was a struggle for some, but we'd, we'd do it. <laughs> Judge Palermo always taught us not to take ourselves so seriously in court. That's correct. I, I remember once him telling me, uh, Mr. Teen, um, you need to calm down or you're going to piss the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Practical advice. <laughs> uh, he was the greatest. Rest in peace. Judge yeah, Palermo. he rest in peace. You know, he taught me not to take myself seriously, which was a good, good lesson to learn. So speaking of that, Alex, um, what, what's your most embarrassing courtroom moment? There have been many, uh, but I would say, well, let's see, there's a, the most personal embarrassing one is in state court once in Polk County, I tried a case and my closing argument, um, I, um, I had, before I began the closing argument, the judge gave us an opportunity to go to the restroom and I went to the restroom and I came back and I did my closing and I thought I was killing it. These six jurors were loving me. I think I thought they were looking at me. The look on their faces looked like it was love. And um, my co-counsel calls me over in the middle of my closing, and I'm going, what the hell? I'm in the middle of my closing. Leave me alone. And I'm on a roll. <laughs> he calls me over. He says, your fly is down. <laughs> and so I finished the closing, and I swore to myself that I wasn't going to stoop to the level of raising my fly, like letting them know that I knew my fly was down. But it, I think the, the remaining my, part of my closing was horrible. <laughs> Um, that's your most embarrassing moment. That's my right? most you, you in a courtroom. In a courtroom, not in life, but in a courtroom. That's your most yes. embarrassing courtroom yes. moment. Yes. So what, should, what courtroom moment, and, it, and by the way, it, it can't be the same one. What, what's your, <laughs> what courtroom moment are you the most proud of? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Um, there, you know, it's, it's hard because I try not to think about, like, what's, what makes me, you know, what, what's, what I'm proud about. I just try to do my best every time I get in court. But I tried a case once in Connecticut. It was a, uh, a uh, I represented an outside director in a shareholder derivative suit in federal court in Connecticut, the District of Connecticut. And um, they, this one witness uh, for the plaintiff, it was, he was unshakable. And all these well-heeled lawyers from all these big law firms and little old me at the table representing my one little outside director, um, and these lawyers went at him and at him and at him and at him for hours, and they could not shake him. They couldn't shake him. Could have put a chink in his armor. And I got up there, and I crossed him, and I did it in less time than they did, and I had the guy. He basically, we won the, my client um, got a zero uh, judgment uh, against him because of the cross that I did on that particular witness. But the proud moment of it was um, the judge, sole Italian judge, his name was Squatrito. Judge, I can't remember his first name. He had an Italian first name, but his last name was Squatrito. And he's and he get, he's getting off the bench. We take a break in the middle, uh, towards the end of my cross, and the judge says, are you, um, are you done with this witness, Mr. Angara? Feeling, of course, giving me the hint, he's tired and stopped, you've done enough. And I said to him, no, I'm not quite finished with him yet. And he goes, he looks at me and smiles as he's walking off the bench. And he turns around and he looks at me and he says, you know, Angara, 
you're a schmuck. <laughs> and he says, and he says, what well, was proud about it? He says to me, he says to me, but you know what? That's okay because I am too. Oh, that's <laughs> and he walked off the bench, and it was a, to me. It was like wow. So I go, you know, go back to the other lawyers, and they're like, they, you know, lawyers' egos are such that they couldn't admit that like Cross was good and theirs was okay, but they couldn't break the armor. <laughs> of course, so so they were like, well, you know, that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> so so on on that topic, Alex, what what advice would you give to young lawyers starting out today? Um, you know, what, and maybe we should put it as what would you do differently in your career? Yeah, I think I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't sweat the small stuff as much. I wouldn't worry about, oh my God, am I going to make partner this year? Oh my God, am I, is this, is this the perfect sentence? Um, I, I try to be a little more well-rounded in my life if I could do it all. And that's the advice I'd give to them as well. And not to sweat the small stuff, really just to enjoy the practice, be collegial, because um, another phrase that Judge Palermo used to say, and, and it's not just his, it was other people's as well, is, you know, the ass you kick on the way up is the one you kiss on the way down. And it's so true. How true. And um, humility, you know, eating humble pie is, is, is something that I don't, I don't like to do. I like to make sure I do every, treat everybody the same and not have to worry about apologizing later, you know, so... Um, so I so would tell. Speaking I, of the ones on the way up, uh, Alex. Yep. Who, who's your favorite lawyer in? And it's 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 present company excluded, though. Okay. <laughs> oh who's darn! Your, Wait, I got who's, who's your favorite lawyer in South Florida? Okay, so I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say because I, I expected that you would. He's a, thank you. You know me too well. Um, he's a. He's a lawyer, but he's also a judge, and I've known him since I was 17. And bar none, to me, uh, A to Z, he's he's my favorite lawyer. You know. Um, and who is it? That would be. Uh, he's also an 11th Circuit judge. Boy, it sounds like I'm like doing pandering to judges, but but this that's know. part of the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> there you go exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is I can't appear in front of him. You know, right. so that's the worst part of it. But I've seen him lawyer civilly. In civil cases, I've seen him lawyer in criminal cases. I've seen him lawyer as an appellate judge. I've seen him as a law clerk. I've seen, I saw him as a high school student and a, you know, a law student. Um, so it would be Bert Jordan of the 11th oh, yeah. Circuit. And he's just, to me, you know. The greatest. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I, uh, Not that I would have a poster of him in my room or anything, but. You know. No, I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to have my office next to, next to Judge Jordan when we were both starting out at the U.S. Attorney's Office, and uh, it was like um, life lessons in the law every day yeah. just to sit with him. Exactly right. And I, I was lucky to catch him before he um, was promoted out of that office onto the bench. He's just an example for yeah. all of us, yeah. the way he treats people and his humility. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's great. So we're running, uh, we're kind of running out of time. Oops. And, um, or we actually are, you do. Uh, that's good though. And, uh, that's why we picked you, <laughs> but Alex, you give us, uh, your recipe for, for work life balance. You got to love what you do or you shouldn't be doing it. And if you don't love it, or if you somehow get out of balance with that love, you got to figure out how you're going to get back to it, whether it's changing what you do or, you know, whatever. It's good stuff. Alex, uh, 
Alex Angara, one of the great, great litigators here in South Florida. Thanks. Thanks so much for making 10 minutes at the bar with no, us. No, you're welcome. Thank you, Mike. <laughs>